Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, right, okay, so lots on the agenda this evening. The, the listener figures are in. What are we up by? We're up 44% on the last quarter. Just some numbers for a bit. Year on year, 230%. So, so like this, we've got two hundred and thirty percent more listeners than we had last year, and forty-four percent more listeners than we had three months ago. Right, that's great. Here's the thing: um, I think we've now got too many listeners. Mm-hmm. I think we've got too many people listening to this show. So, I need some volunteers to phone in and take one for the team, guys. Take one for the team. You're doing this for us. If you love this show so much, it's, as um, Sting said and Trisha used to say a lot, if you love somebody, you've got to set them free. Free, free, set them free. Um, so if you love this show, if you love this show so much, then you need... If you could find out what that song was, and we'll play it later, um, it, then you need to to let this show go. So 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We're looking for people to call in and say you're going to stop listening to the show. So you phone up, you tell us you're going to stop listening to the show, we'll have a chat, we'll, we'll, we'll do a tribute to you, all of that stuff. Um, and then when you put the phone down, that's it. That's it. We're done. Um, you can go to LBC. I, I recommend other radio stations for you as the time goes on. I just think we now have too many Listeners, we need to get rid of some of them, okay? Is it you? Your country needs you. Your radio show needs you. Why have the phones gone mental? Suddenly everyone seems to be very excited about um, pulling out of this show. I don't know how appropriate that is. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you will give us a call and uh, um, tell us that you're prepared to stop listening to the show. I would genuinely appreciate that. Uh, you can email me, ian at ianlee.com. And I had an email about the show today from a guy called Mike. Uh, it's either someone called Alex or it's someone called Michael Dixon. Good evening, Michael. Make sure this bit goes in the podcast, Catherine. This is for Michael Dixon, who emailed me. 
Let me read you the email from Mike. He signs it as Mike, so that's not me being flippant or rude. He signs it as Mike, so I'm calling him Mike. Dear Ian, you need to listen to this, Catherine, by I'm the listening. way. Okay. Dear Ian, just to say, I love the show. Oh, good. And if the email ended there, I would have thought nothing more of it. But it goes on. It's quite long after that. One piece of constructive criticism which has been playing on my mind. I often listen to the show on catch-up via the app, e.g. on the train. This generally means that I need to raise the volume fairly high in order to hear you and Kath when you speak more softly. And this is not due to the train being particularly noisy. It is just the gentle background of the train noise that needs to be compensated for. My hearing is fine. Trouble is, when someone, brackets, generally Kath, close brackets, shrieks with laughter, or someone goes from whispering to shouting, it is quite a shock to the ears. Ideally, this could be improved by less quiet talking, and if one of you is going to let rip with a 100 dB laugh, then sit back from the mic. Basic microphone technique. Gosh. Mainly aimed at Kath, really. Yeah, of course it is, because you're a wuss. You wouldn't dare say it to Ian. As she has a higher pitch voice, so it probably penetrates more. And I've noticed that about you, Catherine, and I've never had the courage to say it. You penetrate more than I do. You really do penetrate harder, deeper, uh, more successfully than I penetrate. It felt good saying that. All this is said with kindness. A mild bit of annoyance, I must admit, as it is a challenge at times to not get annoyed when your ears are hurting, smiling emoji. (laughs) Yeah, women, eh? But great show. Honestly, love it. Best wishes, wishes, best wishes. Wishes, there you go. uh, Mike, best wishes, Mike. Well, Mike, um, thank you for that. And I got your email earlier on today, uh, that lunchtime, and I've been thinking about it a lot. And uh, I think you should go and screw yourself. <laughs> so I hope that answers that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Good evening, Alan. You're on channel five. Sorry, you're on channel five. I'm on. Right I'm on. I'm on channel five right now, talking about being a, a snowflake, and I'm on talk radio right now, talking about being a human being with feelings and needs. It's a bit like Deja Vu, this is. It's a bit like Deja Vu all over again. Yes, I am currently on television and on radio at the same time. And do you know what? It's giving me a huge... um, Ego boost? An ego boost. Yes, an ego boost, Alan. That's what it is. In my pants. The memorial went well today. Oh, here we go. This is... uh, This is... uh, Well, this is... We're trying new features for the show, Okay, So we've got... um, uh, yes word or S word. We've got Kath's uh, uh, killers. Um, and this is a new feature that we're trying. Once a week, Alan's going to report back from a memorial service. Um, last week, it was the memorial service for Dale Winton. And this week, it was the mem- you've been to the memorial service for Ed Doolan, um, a radio presenter from the West Midlands. 
Um, and yeah, so tell tell me what happened today at uh, today's Alan. It was a good turnout. About five hundred and fifty people turned up. Oh, if only five more had turned up. Because it was most of ex colleagues from WM, and when he was at Commercial Radio as well. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Three hundred WM listeners turned up as well. Oh God, scum. And friends and family of okay, Ed. That's nice. Did you see? A, did you see a tall, strident woman with curly hair called Sarah? Was that the editor of WM? Yes, it was. She was sitting right at the front row. Did you trip her up? No, I couldn't. My legs weren't long enough. Did you flicker the V's behind her back? No, I okay. was respectful of her then because I was speaking to producer Bernie. Oh, oh, love! I've worked with Bernie. Lovely. Did you mention her to me? Me to her? Yeah, I did, and she sends her best wishes. Well, the, the next memorial service, you send your best wishes. And Nick Cohen done a tribute to Ed. So Say that again. Nick Cohen did a tribute to Ed. Nick Owen. Wowzers. What, and what did he do? Did he do poetry? Did he do a funny voice? He was talking about Ed's career in radio and when he worked at the BBC. He worked in radio as well, did he? Wow. He started his career at Radio Birmingham. Did he really? Before he went to television. Oh, yeah. Who? who? Nick Owen? Yeah, I know. I know that. Everyone knows that. Bloody hell. I mean, I, I was watching Nick Owen at TVAM when I was a young lad. Were you? Well, you should report that to the police. No, I was three years old at the time. Mm. Well, Alan, it sounds like you've had a really fun memorial. How many um, stars out of five would you give it? Four. Four. And what? why is it missing that fifth star, Alan? Because Les Ross was still alive. Because who? Les Ross. Les Ross is still alive. If he'd been dead, you'd have given it five stars. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Harsh but fair. Les Ross is a bit of a plank, isn't he? Well, he did do breakfast for a long time at the commercial station. There we go. Isn't Les Ross... Thank you, Alan. Isn't Les Ross the one that had the running with Hardeep Singh Kohli? I have no idea. You know the one. You've heard that clip, haven't you? Where they're both, oh, yeah. They're both being idiots. But, but knowing what I know about Hardeep Singh Kohli, he is the biggest idiot out of the two of them and out of quite a lot of the male population. And this guy said... It's not working for me. Oh, yeah. no, Hardeep said it's Hardeep not working. Said it. And then the, the presenter told, told him to stuff it. But they were both idiots. Wow. They were both idiots. Speaking of idiots, let's go to Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. How are you doing? I'm very well, Gavin. We've got oh, too shit. many... Li- we've got Sorry, too many... I shouldn't have said that. No, what did, why did yeah, you... Oh, get, right, uh, I've got a question for you, man. Why did you just swear? Yeah, I forgot myself. I'm embarrassed. OK, OK. We, we, we look, we've got too many listeners... Yeah, I'm about to um, jettison myself from your listenership. I thought I'd go with this parting thing. You know, people always say, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something that, you know, impart wisdom to them, Mm -hmm. something, oh, you've learned something, son, you should do this. What if you could go back... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You wouldn't go back to yourself as a young man and call yourself son. That would be weird. You, t- you, say, you can say son to your... What's the terminology, then, to well, call your... Well, you're, you're, it's you. You go back and say, all right, all right, young you Gavin. You go back and say, hello, me. No, you go, hello, young Gavin. Listen, I know you're freaked out, but, but, but trust me, this will all make sense. I've come from the future. But Wait, so why would you call I'm your... young Gavin, I'm contemporary Gavin. Why would you call yourself son? That is messed up. Next you'll be asking to wear a nappy. No, it's better than young Gavin. That well, sounds... Why don't you call yourself mate? 
All right, mate. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all right, Catherine. All right. So there you go, go back and say, all right, mate. OK, back on track. What would you say yeah. to yourself? <laughs> Cheers, first. Yeah, what I was thinking was, people always say, oh, I'd like to give them a warning about the future. Wouldn't you like to go and maybe meddle around with your past to make sure that it was funnier? I Hang on a minute. You, you, you would go back in time to your... Te- how, old are you, how old are you when you meet yourself? Uh, what's a good comedy age? Probably about 11. OK. And what would you do? You'd tell yourself to be funnier? No, I'd, just, I'd say do this. Um, I'd already, having lived it, I'd have known that the, the outcome would be comical or slapstick. Well, but then it's happened already. So you, you'll do it anyway. If you tell oh, yourself to do it, you might not do, do it. it. Unless I'd have pointed myself in that direction by calling myself mate and saying, mate, go and do that. Well, no, so what is it... So OK, so what is it that you've done that you want to go back and tell yourself to do? Instead of not walking on that rake that prangs up in your face, I'd say, mate, yeah, make sure you walk that way, and then prang the, way, the rake... But I thought you wanted to do something funny. Well, who doesn't like a face rake? The person that gets hit in the face with a rake, i.e... You! Yeah, it'll be me, but I'm in the future telling me to do it. Yeah, well, no, you're not in the future. You've gone back in time to the past. No, I'm in the future telling me to do it. Hang on a minute. So, you're not, though, is you now going back to past you? So you're not going into the future to tell old man you? No, I'm telling young man me. Yeah, so you've gone back in time? Yeah, telling me to do that. Are you warped by the fact that you've hit yourself in a rake with a rake in the past? Yeah, which will remind me to make sure I went back to ensure it happened. Right. But so has it actually happened? No, I just won it, man. How, look, what? You just won it. The, mate, listen, don't. I was arguing with an eight-year-old about time travel. You yeah, ain't I, won I, nothing I, yet. I uh, so yesterday, yesterday I was at a dinner table I arguing I with it. Shut up, shut up. Way of it making Jeez. Sense. It's like being on Dotton's show. No one listens. I was. I listen. You don't. I was I was having an argument with an eight-year-old in a Chinese restaurant yesterday about time travel, so don't mess with me. The thing is, have you actually trodden on that rake? What, now or then? Ever. Yes. Right. Actually, you've actually done that. Are, you talking, are we talking theoretically or have I... No, I'm asking... The, it's a question. Have you ever trodden on a rake and it's hit you in the face? No. Right. Well, then, if, then going back and telling yourself to do it isn't going to work. What you need to do is you need to go and set a rake trap for yourself. But I'd know where it was. Well, no, you wouldn't, because it's... It's come back from the future. No, exactly. So you're going back. Young you won't know where you've put so the I'd rake. I'd know where it was. No, you wouldn't. Jeez. Yeah, because my, my young me would find out where it was. No, yo, you wouldn't, right? Old you'd you... find out with your face. Old you goes back to young you. I don't know why yeah. you want to physically assault an 11-year-old. Old you... <laughs> Goes back to young you yeah. and plants a rake somewhere that young you will definitely tread on it. Young yeah. you won't then suddenly get that knowledge of where that rake is because that no, won't because happen to other, him for like thirty the other years. Me comes back and says, "Don't stand on that rake." What? So there's oh. a third you. Yeah. Why not? Flipping it, man. Get get out of it. You're you're nuts. I'm glad he's an ex-listener. I'm glad. I'm, that was nuts. I've got no understanding of time travel at all. Someone else who shouldn't be listening because it's his birthday is Chris. Chris? Your mate Jenny's husband, Chris. Oh, why is he messaging you? Well, because um, you're busy, and actually your sister's messaging me, saying, can you give Jenny's husband, Chris, a birthday shout-out on your no, show tonight? No. He's spending his birthday eating pizza and listening to no, you. I'm not, because he's the one that... No, I won't. Right, so Jenny McAlpine from Coronation Street, lovely lady, right? She's married a loser, and I'll tell you why. 
Chris is the guy that bullied into me into shaving my pubic hair off. Did he? he oh, he said it me. would be all right, didn't he? He bullied me. That guy sent me a message during the show. This is this has been a long, this has been a long trolling since since December last year. He's been tro- playing the long con. Um, and he sent me a message because we talked about me shaving my, my pubic hair. And Joe, you brought this up. My sister, you brought this up. You brought my pubic hair up. Um, and Chris messaged me saying, yeah, do it. I've done it. And I've best thing I've ever done. Never look back. Right. The best thing he's ever the done. The best thing. Uh, pretty much. It's almost a word for word quote. What, from better than marrying Jenny McAlpine? Well, you know, um, he said, it's the best thing I've ever done. I think you should do it. You'll love it, right? <laughs> You'll love it. I'm I'm paraphrasing slightly, but I that think... was the message. Right. And if you don't do it, I'll kill you. That was the kind oh. of PS. So I did it. Right. I shaved my balls. <laughs> oh my god. And and um <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, I did, what? What? what, what, what? That's, that's where my pubes are. Did you? Were? Just, just, or as well as? I showed it to you the other day. I don't, here. what? I, showed, I got it out here. No, you never. I, went, I did. I got it, I did, in the studio? I? Yeah. I, I wasn't sh- looking at it. Did he, was it out? Yeah, I showed it to you the other did day. Did I get the camera footage? Because I'm definitely yeah, going for it. No, good I'm just girl. thinking. Pay out. Good girl. Yeah, pay out. Hashtag hey. Ian's balls. Finally. You don't need, you don't need the camera footage. I'll WhatsApp at you. No. Yeah. Well, um, so, and around, and around the sort of the trunk. Um, the trunk of the, your body? No, the tree trunk of my penis. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Don't, don't worry, guys. We're doing, we're doing a really good job of, of, of getting ex-listeners. And I, and, but it... Just around the bottom? No, I didn't go, I didn't do the back. I wasn't risking that with a while. The same thing you do your sideies with, yeah, and your eyebrows in between. No, I just do that with a razor. I just do a little oh. like that when I'm having a shave. Anyway, so so basically, Chris, um, uh, I, I'm basically, um, oh, happy birthday! Stop trolling me with pubes talk. 
Um, buy a PlayStation 4, Chris, and then we can meet up online and I can show you what it's like to be alive. Um, good evening, Mo. Hey. Hey, Mo. How are you? What can we do for you tonight, Mo? Well, can I just say that I'm an ex-listener and <laughs> this will definitely be my last call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you not believe me? I, I wonder why. Should I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Don't, listen, don't, don't interrupt me. What? Don't, don't interrupt me. Don't lick it off you. Shall I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Don't interrupt me. Shall I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Don't interrupt me. Shall I tell you why I don't believe you, Mo? Why? Because after the previous call, you said you'd never call again. So no, no, but that, I, I thought we didn't get off at the wrong, at the at the right point last time, and this time will definitely be my. Oh, shut up for a minute. Come back to a minute. What well, seems emails? That's no way to talk to a man of God, now, is it, Ian? He 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 he. Pot calling the kettle again, is it, buddy? No, Wasim, you're a little prick. Who's the man of God in this scenario? Wasim apparently is. He's not. He's a he's a, a pain in the ass. He's a malicious, nasty, passive aggressive little P R I C K. Mo. Yeah, why do you interrupt me? Listen, man. Oh, because I can. Because it's my show. Because you're rude. Because I don't like you. Because you come on and think you own the show. Because you're a nasty piece of work on Twitter. Those are some of the reasons, Mo. Hey, Mo, can I speak to your dad? Homophobic, you are. Mo, can um, I speak to your dad? Can, no, I'm not no. passive aggressive. I'm aggressive. Can I speak to your dad? No, he doesn't want to talk to you. Okay. Well, I don't. I'm not going to talk to you until I've spoken to your dad. No, well, don't talk to me. I this don't. No, 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 Mo, Mo. They can't hear you because I've clipped you off. I've got the power to do that. Um, Mo, I don't want to talk to you until I've spoken to your dad. I need to speak dad to dad. I'm not your puppet. I'm not your puppet. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, well, then go away. Let's go to the trailer. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 I looked at the clock and it's only half past ten. And it feels like I've done three shows in that last 30 minutes. That was a roller coaster. Dan and Paul, stay there, I'll come to you in a minute. Speaking of big cats, we went to... Um, we Because we got really good listening figures, thank you, but we do need to lose a few listeners. If you want to phone in and volunteer to not listen anymore, 03444991000. But we got the news this morning, and I said to Kath, let's get on our bikes, our motorbikes, let's meet halfway... And um, we're going to have a lunch to celebrate. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pat ourselves on the back. So we went to Tring, yeah. na- named after the telephone noise. And uh, went to a very nice cafe and had a nice little lunch. And we said, well, let's go. And have- I don't- I've never been to Tring. Let's go and have a little wander around. And you said, oh, there's the Flea Museum. Is that what? You said there's the Flea Museum where they have fleas that are dressed up. Follow Kath on Twitter because she's going to tweet this picture in a minute. At Flippin Kath. Flippin with no G, Kath with a K. So we went to this museum and it's... Who who owned it? Lord Litchfield. Roth, Rothschild. Um, Rothschild. Yes. And um, who was a, an eccentric millionaire from the beginning of the 19th, early 19th century, okay. early 20th century. Yeah, he used, this to, video of him. he used to collect all these exotic animals. So basically it's these rooms filled with 
stuffed animals and I think a lot of plastic animals. Well, some that were just plastic faces stuck on animal bodies. Yeah. Uh, like the dodo and that was yeah. that was a plastic face, wasn't it? Some very, very, very bad taxidermy. I think it's terrible. It, I'd never seen a dildo before, a dodo <laughs> before. And I think it's terrible that man um, exhausted... No, what's it? Extincted them. Yes. Mankind extincted them. Mm. So we're seeing all these things, and it's, you know, it's kind of cool and stuff. But then there was a display where there was a mag- like a magnifying glass there. Not magnifying, like a... Uh, um, t- 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 what do they call it? A portiscope. The thing with the... What do they call it when you look at slides? Um, Mag- microscope. 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 Um, and you looked through the microscope and there were two fleas dressed up as a husband and wife. Mexicans. Mexican. And then you looked out and then you, you, they were tiny. Kathy's going to tweet the picture now. It was. I'll tweet the picture of me riding a, t- a tortoise as well. <laughs> I, rode, I got to ride. You can ride on a tortoise. Um, it was two quid, and it, it walked you um, to the other end of the garden and back. It was great. Um, I mean, they're big ones. It wasn't like strapping tiny one on each foot like roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, do it, do it, do it. If you're do it, if you've got a kid that can stand up on their own but isn't too heavy, I would say like four years old is the perfect thing because it's not too fast for them. It's it's cheap thrills at home. Um, but it was the weirdest, it was the weirdest place. I don't quite know, um, I think there was someone famous there as well because people kept tapping their partners and walking walking past me and tapping their partners and then their partners would turn around and stare, I guess just behind me or something, I don't know. But it was a very, very strange um, place. Um, what's the, there was that book, Alton Towers' Crap? Have you seen that book? <laughs> no. Oh, it's a great book. Uh, it's a few years old now, and it celebrates... No, it, this is it. Put your fingers in your ears, kids. It's called Bollocks to Alton Towers. That's what it's called. It is a brilliant book. And it's these guys, and they go to all of the crap museums that are all around the lawnmower museum, the pencil case, the pencil museum. I like the pencil museum. Yeah, they go to all of them and celebrate that. And they, 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 their whole point is, the, the, you know, you go to Alton Towers, it'll cost you a couple of hundred quid as a family for the day. But you can go to all of these places. Most of them are free. Oh, it's a great book. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Paul. Ian, hope you're having a good day, mate. And Cass, hope you're having a good day. Uh, I've got a quick fact for you about Puma. Uh, a quick fact about a puma. Let's do it. Let's do it. Puma, right. facts. puma 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 facts. But imagine if someone misheard that and they thought that I actually, all my facts came out as part of my feces. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. This is oh. a very, very brown show tonight, guys. We'll change that. Okay, uh, Paul, puma facts. Okay, so... So Puma, the sporting company, was um, was founded by a guy called uh, Rudolf Dazzler, yeah. Rudy Dazzler, Rudy Dazzler, um, Rudy Dazzler, whose brother was called Adolf, and Adolf was shortened to Addy, and he was Addy Dazzler, and he set up Adidas. Shut up, mate. It's true. I know there it. Adidas. Adidas. Adidas and Puma brothers. Where, and where did Puma come from? Where did Puma come from? Uh, his brother. What was his brother called? Peter, P- P- uh, Ru- Rudolph, Rudy, Rudy Dessler. Okay, so that's... He just liked Puma. So he just, so the Puma thing is nothing. The speed of the Puma. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, 
I'm not sure if it's a Puma fact or like an Adidas fact, really. Fun, though. It is a lot of, it is a lot of fun, Paul. Um, do any, uh, um, here's a fact for you. I don't know if you know, know this. You know the um, um, Ch- What's Up Charlie cartoons? Charlie yeah. says. Charlie says. Do you know who does the voice of the cat, Charlie? Could it have been, oh, I don't know, somebody on the Kenny Everett show? It was Kenny Everett. There's Kenny Everett. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett. Did you know that, Catherine? Yeah, I knew okay, that. Okay, did you? You should have said it on air first. Idiot. <laughs> Thank you for that, Paul. No problem. Oh, Paul, are you going to... Paul, sorry, we've got too many listeners now. Our figures are up. Are you going to carry on being a listener or, or do you love this show so much that you're going to stop listening to it for us? Well, that's the thing. I've only been listening for about six weeks. So oh! I, well, then you wouldn't... I don't know whether I'm... You wouldn't... Like, you know, seasoned enough yet yeah, to retire. Well, you, you, you would miss it less than some of the other listeners. That's true. But do I love her as much? That's true. Only you can answer that question, Paul. T- tell you well, what, you carry on I... listening and you see how well you sleep tonight, all right? Will do. Love Th- to you both. Thank you, mate. Ta-ta. The late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Hello, mate, how you doing? Very, very well, though. It's none of your business. What have you... <laughs> I don't know how to do that yet. What have you got for us, Steve? Um, I just, it's just a quick call, really, just to say, because I, I, forgive me, I, I don't actually listen to your show um, live, but I, I listen to uh, the podcast on the tube and like, when I go for a run and stuff, and it's bloody brilliant, and I listened to the Lacey one today, and oh. I just thought it was such a lovely thing that you did, and I just think, I just wanted to say, bloody keep it up, cause it's great, mate, I love it, and I just think the stuff you do is really, really nice. Hey, so, uh, Steve, you're, you're, thank you, man. So, you, so do you, obviously, are you listening live tonight, or have you just called in on the off chance? No, so I've just I've just called on uh, on the off chance. I'm just driving oh, home, but brilliant. I've also realised that if I phone the show, yeah. I can uh, I can whilst waiting, you can listen to the, the show live. So oh, there we go. Of course you can. Yeah. Oh, and we'll, no, we will do, Steve. We will do that for anyone. If people can't listen, phone us up. We'll call you back. You can listen. It's like dial a disc. You can listen yeah. to us. Yeah. Right, Catherine. We need. We've got to make this call a bit better. But I'd like Steve to be in the poddy. Okay. I want Steve to be in the podcast. What's Steve going to do? So, Steve, it, right. Um, Steve, can you... Is Right. Is there a question you'd like to ask future Steve, Steve? Oh, blimey. Um, I don't know. Uh, no, I've got nothing at the moment. I've got nothing. You put right. me on the spot. No, well, OK. Well, that's not good enough, then. We need to... We need to this call <laughs> it... Because this call, as you know, Steve, we only put the very, very best into the podcast. Um, yeah. and, and so uh, podcast listeners don't even know who Alan Caddick is. Um, so we got this call isn't good I enough yet. Well, I'm, I'm lucky, mate. <laughs> unlucky. <laughs> this call isn't good enough, Catherine. What can we what can we get from Steve. Stephen to make it a, a podcast worthy call? I mean, did you want to sing us a song? Sing us a song, Steve. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a great singer. Have you got a hard luck story? Um, no. Um, no, I mean, you... I just. I just... I just want, I tell you what, I hear something. Here we go, here we go. Steve's had inspiration. Yes, brother. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Yes. Um, I I think that me and you, Ian, have a slight uh, connection. I think we might know somebody the same. This might be, this might be a lie. Uh, So basically a friend of mine. uh, Does the name Pete Nichols ring a bell to you? It does ring a bell. Why do I know that name? <laughs> so, uh, a good friend of mine, his dad, I believe you used to be his 
secretary might not be the right word. Uh, and um, and the reason I know this story is that apparently you still you still or, or have till very recently uh, always sent him a Christmas card. Hang on a minute, I was his secretary. No, I don't know. That might be, not be the right. I'm word. not with anybody's uh, secretary. He where, can't uh, type. Shut up, man! I'm a wicked typist. <laughs> where hang on? Where where did this guy live? Uh, so I think he worked in Slough. Um, so Pete lives in Windsor now because I think I, I live round. Wins away where I think you live, from right. what I understand. Well, so hang on, what's his um, dad's name? Pete Nichols. It's definitely Nichols, great, not, it's, not it's Nicholson. A, no, no, great story, isn't it? Especially if you don't know no. who I'm talking about. So, so hang on, so, so his dad saying, are, are you sure that, um, right, are you sure that it wasn't my mum that used to be his secretary? Maybe, but I'm pretty sure my mate told me it was you. I've never been anybody's secretary. This is this is Ian Lee, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, no, yes, Ian the radio Lee. presenter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what he told me. I'm gonna have to have a word of him tomorrow just to find out what's going and on. And I used to send his dad a Christmas card until recently. Yeah, so I think you know you you worked with him for a little while. Uh, obviously, not. It, this must have been a long time ago, and then you. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, I, I was told you were a really lovely bloke and you still send him a Christmas card. No. Now I'm, now All I'm lies. Sure. It's lies. <laughs> it's lies, mate. Honestly, I don't, I don't send Christmas cards and I haven't done for about 15 years. I think they're a waste of money. So you've All been right, stitched okay, up, well, mate. I have. But on the, on, the, on the upside, you've just made the podcast with that call, Steve. <laughs> hey, listen, man, thanks for the call. Nice to talk to you. Call, to go and call your yeah, friend out for lying. Cheers, yeah, man. No, I will. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Ta-ta, ta-ta. Right. Isn't that funny? So who's sending this guy a Christmas card from you? <laughs> Talk radio. We got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk radio.